You're listening to Bite Size Medicine. We are medical and dietetic students sharing up-to-date literature about food and health. Our mission is to give pertinent highlights for clinicians and students in healthcare and is not intended to be used in place of medical advice. My name is Grace O'Brien, and for this episode of Bite Size Medicine, we're going to do another interview. Today, I have the great privilege of interviewing Phil Andrew, member of the Ohio State University College of Medicine, class of 2022. He earned his bachelor's degree in biomolecular science and film from the University of Michigan in 2015. He's one of the outgoing members of the Bite Size Medicine crew, and uh, he is pursuing a career in primary care. He's going to be an internal medicine resident at Emory this year. Phil, welcome back to Bite Size Medicine, and congratulations on matching at Emory. Thank you. Thank you. So how did you become interested in joining the Bite Size Medicine crew? So I would say that I sort of fell into it. I was part of a culinary medicine class as a uh, first-year medical student and had a really good time. This was back when before COVID and we would meet and we would cook varying meals. So take spaghetti for instance, so you would take spaghetti with just sauce and meat, spaghetti with sauce, meat, onions, and then sort of add vegetables to make it increasingly healthy. And then we would compare all these meals and say, uh, what is the difference between the cheapest meal versus the most expensive meal? What is the calorie nutrition content? All these sorts of things. And then how do we talk to patients about making their meals more healthy and, and sort of taking these examples and helping them to incorporate more healthy eating. And I really enjoyed that. And one of the other students in that class, uh, Kelsey Sicker, who's now a, a resident of her own at Riverside, uh, she came to me and said, hey, I'm, I'm doing a podcast similar to this idea. Uh, it's called Bite Size Medicine, and we want to explore these topics in food and explore how we can give advice to really healthcare providers and future providers uh, to condense a lot of these, this information, a lot of the literature into bite-sized sort of review for people that they can listen to and then um, pass along to patients. And I said, that's great, and here I am. Nice, nice. Yeah, I didn't even know we had that. Yes, I yeah. think I think it was a uh, a casualty of the pandemic. Uh, so right. we had been doing it every single year uh, up until the pandemic hit. So yeah. I, it happened my first years of medical school, and then it has not happened since. Yeah, just in time for me to be a student. <laughs> but anyway, um, how do you think you'll um, incorporate what you've learned throughout your time with bite-sized medicine into your training and your uh, career? Well, as a primary care physician, I, I would hope that I can incorporate it every single day, if not every single patient encounter. And I think that's part of what drew me to the bite-sized medicine in the first place, is the idea that patients, patients are just people, just like everyone, and we all are looking for better nutrition advice. And if you take anything that you see in the news or anything that you're wondering about, just, you know, what is the best idea? You know, how do I shop better for myself? How do I eat better? And so I really wanted to learn just for everyone, not only for myself, but for the patients, just how can I give these small bits of information and for new uh, diets, for instance, like intermittent fasting, keto diet, all these new things that come out, just how I want to know myself, what's, what's the information so that I can pass that along. And so I, I know similar to, right, so we all want to learn about COVID, the COVID vaccines and all the pandemic information. I think it's very similar for nutrition is right. We want to have the right information so that when patients are asking that we don't sound like we don't know what we're talking about. Right, that makes sense. Um, so what would you say was your favorite episode that you've recorded and uh, was there any topics that you wish you would have been able to record during your time with Bite Size Medicine but didn't get a chance to? Yeah, I think the red meat one was the most interesting to me mm -hmm. and I think 
the reason is that it was a little bit outside the scope of bite-sized medicine and that we actually looked at the study design and sort of the politics behind the red meat. And the reason is that the genesis of this study essentially was that it was sponsored by, by big meat or by the industries behind the meat industry. And so it was a chance for me to sort of look at the way that studies can be biased by outside interests in the way and the way that these corporations can portray information and, and portray these studies in a way that can uh, sort of work against our information that we re- relate to patients. So yeah, it was it was an interesting way for me to look at that and to learn more about how we can basically combat and learn about misinformation. Uh, I would say in terms of things that I haven't gotten to record, uh, there's actually one that I'm hoping to record in, in May at our last session, so I, I won't say that I won't record it, but mm-hmm. uh, one that I was always interested in is about uh, acne and, mm, and yeah. diet. And I, I know that's always been sort of controversial in terms of, there's been like the, the urban legend that you eat more oily food than chocolate, you'll get more acne. And I know that's been sort of disproven, but I wanted to look more into that and, and sort of, okay, so what actually would you, would you tell patients in, in terms of them wanting to learn about eating to reduce acne? Mm-hmm. And of course, there's always kind of like that individual basis, like some people are more likely to, you know, or less likely to develop acne from certain foods. But, you know, that's that's always something to be discussed. So, yeah. And um, yeah, my last question for you is what's one piece of advice that you'd like to give our listeners regarding um, diet and nutrition, like discussing that um, kind of stuff with patients and, you know, based on your own experiences that you've had throughout your four years of med school? I think most medical students will know that the first question in a test usually is uh, tell me more or get more information from the patient. And I think for nutrition, it's even more important because I personally experienced a lot of situations where the doctor, the provider will come in, they'll do this advice to the patient and they'll just sort of copy and paste whatever resource they have in the chart or whatever is available in the clinic. And it's like it may or may not be relevant at all to the patient, and so I think we have a duty to reach across and just ask, you know, what is your situation? Uh, do you have a grocery store nearby that you were able to access? Uh, do you have any diet restrictions? Uh, you know, is there anything that you're eating a lot of? Like for instance, uh, one question that a lot of uh, heart failure specialists might ask is, you know, how much pickles do you have because a lot of salt content. So all this information is just helpful to know what is that patient eating, what are they able to eat, what do they have access to, they even have an income that allows them to get produce. So uh, finding that out, and then you can sort of determine what you would actually recommend to them. Uh, For instance, in culinary medicine, I learned one of the the biggest sort of paradigm shifting things for me was that canned food, uh, I think a lot of providers insist on not eating canned food. But if you realize that the patient is not able to, to eat produce, then you start thinking about, okay, so now we're talking about uh, frozen vegetables or just low salt canned food and sort of changing your recommendations to based on what they can actually purchase and what they can actually eat. Yeah, that makes sense. Just kind of meeting them where they are. So cool. Um, yeah, that's all the questions I have today. So uh, Phil, thank you so much for everything that you've done for this podcast and uh, best of luck with residency. Thank you. And And that's that's today's today's taste of bite-sized medicine. Thanks for listening.